Okay, so this is our first ever QKB Community Spotlight, and we're going to be chatting to Dr. Laura Harding, um, who's one of our very awesome members, and we're going to find out a little bit about what makes her tick, um, some of her hints and tips, and why she does what she does. So um, I've obviously already said her name, which is Laura, but uh, Laura, tell us a little bit about yourself and, uh, and what you like to do during the week. Well, hello everyone. Uh, I'm 26 years old. I grew up in Brisbane and I left when I was 17 to study to be a chiropractor, which I am now. And I vowed I would never move back to Brisbane. And mm -hmm. I moved back about 14 months ago. So here I am. Uh, during the week, I guess you could say the biggest part of my week is my chiropractic business. Uh, other than that, in terms of like hobbies and outside work. Um, I like freestyle cooking. So, <laughs> what what is freestyle cooking? Uh, I like to read about six different recipes of something I'm thinking of making, and then follow none of them and sort of mesh them all together, <laughs> which has mostly resulted in less than average meals. Yeah, has <laughs> that... I think that's kind of worth the occasional surprise. <laughs> yeah, have there been any awesome ones? Um, oh, last week I made a really good, uh, shepherd's pie and I used cauliflower instead of potato for the top. And I think it was probably better than any shepherd's pie I've ever had. Great. <laughs> but That's... I couldn't replicate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you, maybe you need to start freestyle cooking with a camera or something exciting like that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, what does a normal day look like for you? Uh, Laura? Uh, so I have two quite different types of days during the week because of my work schedule. I work three half days and I work two split shift days. So on a half day, I get up at five, I go to QKB, then I have a bulletproof coffee and I read the newspaper, which is basically scrolling through social media. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have some hours that are different um, like they're always very different. So sometimes I might do some networking. I might do some personal development. Like on a Wednesday, I try to, um, watch, uh, Marie Folio's episode of Marie TV, mm -hmm. get ready for work, go to work until 6.30. <clears throat> and then after that, I tend to do some sort of like coaching webinar, dinner and bed, aiming to be in bed by 8.30, which means I normally manage to be in bed by 10. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then on a split shift day, I get up at five, bulletproof coffee, in the car, driving to work by six, work till 11, and then I have this gloriously long lunch break until 2 p.m., mm -hmm. which I will either do networking in or go home and have, um, like, most people's dinner time, I have it in the middle of the day, mm -hmm. and then sometimes have a nap, <laughs> and then back to work until 6.30 home by 7.30 on a good day. Yeah. And just out of curiosity, the Bulletproof Coffee, is that your only meal until lunch or is that um, just just something you like? What's the what's the rationale there? Uh, it's both something I like and both something that works really well with my work schedule um, because I'm normally having breakfast at like 6 o'clock in the car. So driving, I can drink it. Mm -hmm. And 
I will eat food anywhere between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m., depending on when I start to feel hungry. Sure. And for people who don't know, Bulletproof Coffee is a coffee that has butter, preferably unsalted butter. Don't use salted butter because that is terrible. It's um, terrible. <laughs> and coconut oil, and it's kind of blended together to make uh, quite a tasty drink. Um, Correct. So, you know, it's... It's not the end of the world if you don't like it, but I know a lot of people who really do. It's uh, like the creamiest latte you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how did you find us at Queensland Kettlebells? I found you through Google. I was um, flipping through Instagram, uh, looking at the girls. I can't remember what they're called on Instagram, but there's some girls in Dubai that train with kettlebells. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was having a slight woe is me moment because I wanted to train with and like them. And then it dawned on me that someone in Brisbane might actually do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I Googled and then I think after stalking you as much as I could on the internet, I joined within a week. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Was that Martine Kerr over in? Yeah. 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 So that's, that's cult K-U-L-T fitness. Um, and she puts out some really great stuff. Yeah, I don't think she's actually in Dubai anymore, though. I think she's back in Canada. But when I found her, she was in Dubai. Uh, I could be wrong. Surprised. So, uh, Martine's husband works for the airline, so she can uh, travel wherever she likes fairly inexpensively. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I'll have to stalk some more and find that out. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the number one thing that you do that help you feel helps to make your life? awesome uh so am i allowed to say getting adjusted by a chiropractor i know that sounds horribly cliche coming from me (laughs) (laughs) but you are allowed to say whatever you like laura okay so two i think getting adjusted by a chiropractor makes my life incredibly awesome because uh that would be a long conversation but it's keeps me in check And then um, I think the non-cliche answer is that uh, I frequently check in with myself, uh, say maybe every three to six months, and clarify what my top values are. Mm -hmm. And then I check in to see if I'm living my life to those values and where I can tweak my life so I'm more in alignment. Because anyone who's living their life to their values is going to be awesome because it's going to be what they want. Yeah, Not, not getting that cognitive dissonance. Yeah, yeah. Like, for example, um, one of my highest values is joy. Mm-hmm. And I realized last year that I was being a bit of a downer because while I was being social, I wasn't being social for the sake of just fun. Mm. So I wasn't doing fun for the sake of fun, which, you know, who doesn't want to do that? So this year I am um, I make sure I do one social thing each week that's not business-related or something I didn't want to do in the first place. Sure. Yep. What was it this week? Or what is it this week? Uh, my friend is coming over for dinner Saturday night. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Are you going to freestyle cook for her? Oh, probably. <laughs> but it'll probably be pizza, so I can't stuff it up too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you have a specific goal at the moment, and what is it if you do? I'm assuming you do based on, you know, what we've just talked about. Yeah. Well, I have... Um, lots of little goals but one that I'm like is easy to measure I suppose is I want to be SFG1 certified and that's ideally in November however for me if it doesn't happen in November it's um 
important enough goal to me that I'll just keep chipping away at it until that happens. Yep. Okay, awesome. Um, I don't think that's going to be a huge issue. Just Neither do I. Yep. <laughs> um, last book you read or listened to and what was the best thing? So in true Laura fashion, I have two answers to this. Sure. Yep. <laughs> so um, I bought the book The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying by Marie Kondo and I've read the foreword and put the book down and I have thrown out half my clothes, many boxes of life stuff I've been cutting around for years and I haven't even read the book. I just read the foreword. um, But basically she talks about um, having joy in your environment and Mm -hmm. if something doesn't bring you joy, not having it in your environment. So I think that was probably the the coolest bit and that uh, I could instantly implement my learnings because mm. I often read and do nothing. So okay. that was pretty cool. Yeah, I can can see that entering my collection. Now, there was two things you were talking about. Oh, so the last full book I read was E-Myth by Michael somebody or other. I can never remember his last name. And uh, Gerber? Yeah, that's it, Gerber. Yeah. And the best thing about that was it gave me actionable advice for building my business ideas and creating a life I actually want to live. So giving that life of freedom while still being in business. Because business is hard and many people are miserable in business and he kind of highlighted why that's so and how to get around that. Mm. Kind of still comes back to those top values a little bit as well, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, um, I felt like there was something I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was, so I think we can probably, probably shift on. <laughs> uh, look, I didn't send you this question last night, but I'm going to ask it to you anyway. If you could have a superpower, <laughs> what would it be? Oh, um, that's so hard. It makes me think of like Harry Potter and I'm like, what did they do? What would I want to do? Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think I'd really like to be able to click my fingers and be anywhere I wanted to be. Awesome. So not necessarily time travel, but distance travel. So teleportation? Of, yes, that's the word. Yep. Awesome. I spent a lot of time in the car. Yeah. Um, I can understand that. I actually really value my time in the car. I, um, it's good thinking time. Yeah, I, I, I'll often find that I fritter time away if I'm, if I'm somewhere where I'm and I don't have something to do, you know, if my to-do list is done for the day or whatever, I'll often just just burn time on useless stuff. Whereas in the car, I'm always listening to, to music or enjoying what's going on around me. So, I think I'd be really sad to to uh, to lose that. But then, who knows? If I could teleport, maybe I'd reapply that time way more effectively anyway that's true and then i could like i have friends who are all over the world and travel is a big blocker (laughs) Mm. that's that's a huge point isn't it that would be unreal yeah um yeah that would be cool all right i'm i'm pretty sold (laughs) (laughs) um yeah okay well look the last couple of things that we're going to do on the podcast um as we, we start rolling this out and trying to um, make it a thing, um, I want to try and do a bit of the newsletter stuff here because 
I'm clearly awesome at getting everyone newsletters all the rest of the time. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll go through just a few of the upcoming things. For us locally, we don't have any major upcoming events. Um, for people who are looking to do the Strong First uh, certification in November, I will be launching a group around that. And those details should come out in the next couple of days. Um, that'll be relatively low cost for our members and hopefully not too expensive for everyone else as well. I'm, I'm expecting that for, for the general public um, to come along and do that, that we should hopefully be able to get away for about 70 bucks a month um, for that, that group in, uh, in the lead up to November. Um, next week, we're going to do the same thing again. I haven't teed anyone up, so I'm not going to promise that I'm talking to anyone. Um, and Laura has talked about um, a few different things. Uh, I didn't catch the name of the first lady, Marie... Kondo. Oh, so it was Marie Kondo's podcast as well as her book that you referred to? The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying, that one? Yep. Um, what's the podcast that you listen to every day? Uh, I don't specifically have um, one. So, oh, yeah, Marie Folio. Oh, two Marie's. Yeah, okay. Folio. Marie Folio. F-O-R-L-E-O. Okay, yep. She has amazing hair. Okay. Um, so I will add that to wherever this manages to find itself. Um, and the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Um, and you would like to teleport as my other note, but that's not really relevant to our wrap-up. Um, <laughs> so thank you very much for your time, Laura. Um, well, thank you for having me. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll try this again next week. Sounds good.